Hi, folks. Thanks for tuning in to 26 and Under. This is Henry. Joining me today is... Gabe. And Matt. And today we're going to be talking about Akashic Records, Bastard Instructor. Uh, I think it was a lot longer of a title yeah, than that. Yeah, it's like Akashic Records of a Bastard. Of a Bastard, of a Bastard Magic Instructor. Yeah, that's right. That sounds about right. Akashic Records. <laughs> it, it's Akashic Records. Also, I'm back. Henry's back Yay. after two weeks of gone. Robert but Rob is not back. Robert Damn it, Rob. Rob is Rob is dead to us for this week. He left me a notebook and then took off into the sunset. G- Gable Gable killed him, like he said <laughs> he was going to do. <laughs> because I remember He's, Gable saying he was going to kill him in one of these episodes. It was going to happen. <laughs> it was bound to happen. I also eventually. remember Henry going, "Oh man, Akashic Records on the list at some point." Yeah, and then we rolled it. So so we far, we're pretty good at accidentally predicting what we're gonna watch. So at some fun. point, Rob will be correct, and we get to watch School Days. I mean, we just shotgun blast things. We were just like, "Oh man, Cowboy Bebop's <laughs> in the list." <laughs> like it's not even there's not even like a system to it. It's not like one episode and then like two episodes later it actually happens. No, like, it's this... just like we look at the list and we're just like, "Hey." I mean, so, uh, to Blood Volcade Battlefront's on this list, you guys. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you did accidentally do one episode and then two episodes later. <laughs> or no, it was four episodes later. Yeah, it was. Yuri on it was Ice a, was four episodes wait, later. later. Blood Volcade Battlefront's on this list? Yes. Yeah, it's 24 episodes. What? Technically 25 because we found an OVA that we can't, that's not on Crunchyroll. What? <laughs> that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. Um. Quick, we need to roll it before season three comes out. <laughs> Here, I'll just. Uh, we have time. We have we have so Me much and Gabriel time. We did a bunch of research to make sure how much time we have. Gotcha. Uh, so, introduction for the anime of the week. This was Akashic Record of a Bastard Magic Instructor, or as we're gonna call it, Akashic Record, because for some reason Japanese light novels want to have like ten pages long for their title. Or um, it, it's, it's, just, got, it's got to fill the cover. It it just doesn't <laughs> translate well to English. I'd no. say. No, like, trust me. This is a common thread a that thing. was happening. There was a there is a show or there's a show on here that is like an entire three sentences for its title. Why? Because that's the way Japanese light novel art or authors decide to title their stuff now. I mean, so just, so it's like a pop punk song where it's like a saying. It, it's, it's pretty much really how much how much <sighs> of the title can or how much of the title can take up the cover, <sighs> just because I want to. Um. Anyways, okay. That's so first fun. impressions. We're gonna start with me and Henry and go into Gable because two of us have watched this before, and Gable has not. So Henry, first impressions. Yeah, this one's fun. <laughs> it's just a fun anime to watch. Like it does get heavy and serious, but at the same time, like the characters are very fun. Uh, for me, this was fun to watch because it was watching a magical school anime that was not just that. Fell into the same trappings as a lot of the other ones, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But also, did it set itself apart from everyone? It wasn't just the same thing, which I feel is a good thing for it to do. And uh, I enjoy all the characters. Like, I don't think there's a bad character in the bunch. No. Uh, Gable, how was your actual first impression on this? So, it's refreshing to have a like a protagonist that's very self-aware that he's a fuck up (laughs) (laughs) it is isn't it it's very refreshing and it's also nice to get back into the like 
Full Metal Alchemist magic system learning again. Like, it's just fun to just learn about a system and how it works. And you're just like, oh, yeah. okay. And it's not like Kill a Kill where things just, like, build up constantly. And you're like, wait, what? This does that now? And it's just like, mm. you know the rules from the start. And the rules that are, like, built upon in, like, a granular way. So you're not suddenly going into, like, Super Saiyan Black on someone. And you're just like, what the hell? Oh, man. <laughs> Could that be the next one is going Super Saiyan <laughs> Black? Super Saiyan Black. But like, <laughs> but I, I know what I, you mean. Yeah. Like, Just, they give you definite rules and they like expand upon it in like a whole episode where they teach like magic and all that. It's good stuff. But like, I know yeah. what you mean because like, Glenn's big thing is like, I don't want to teach. Like this, is, this is work. And then people are like, we're gonna get you fired. And he's like, wait, I can get fired from this? <laughs> <laughs> I can. I don't have to quit. I can get fired, oh, man. and then this she can't amazing. get, and then she, and then my, and then Celica won't get mad at me. I mean, my favorite thing was like, Celica's like, "So are you into your students?" And he's like, "No," because I I was like squatting in your house for like a year, and you're fucking smoking hot. <laughs> so my, <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's great. No, it's it's a very self aware, especially the English dub, which is Funimation done. So like. If they can take any chance to be as silly and fun as they want to, they will. Yep. Um, so I have, I have to ask. I didn't end up watching Sky Wizards. I watched the first episode. Okay. How was this compared to that? Because that because Sky Wizards is also kind of like a magical school, right? So it's it's like watching Star Wars and then watching Spaceballs. <laughs> that's what it's like. I. That's that's exactly what it's like. Where I feel, it's just like. Oh my. So. There, there is a there is a pretty big difference between Sky Wizards and Akashic Record, where Akashic Record goes through and has a main character that is obviously a fuck up. He admits he's a fuck up and everything. And then you have the opposite end of the spectrum for these kinds of anime, which is Sky Wizards, where the main character is just a super powerful dude that doesn't want to be super powerful anymore and is prob and is going to just one punch man his way through enemies whenever he needs to one punch man his way through enemies. Didn't you know? Yeah, and also has stupid speaking patterns that yeah. need to never be said as much <laughs> as they are. Um also Sky Wizards has doesn't go into depth with its magic. So it's kind of just shooting energy beams out of swords. Yeah, it's like the only magic I ever saw was like they could fly and they like one character shoots wind bullets at some point through his fingers yeah like there's and like there's no actual depth to its magic while this one the author obviously wanted to make sure that the magic yeah he was built, he built a system there's like cadence rules there's all, ways to shorten phrasing also there weren't giant air bugs for some reason oh yeah <laughs> Because we needed a monster to we, fight. We needed we needed to be watching uh, Starship or Starship Troopers and have the bugs <laughs> as the enemy. Dude, um, if there's a magical school anime that's literally just Starship Troopers, I'd be so down. I don't think there is. No, we'll find out. There's a lot on this list that are magical school animes. Um, so, so let's get let's get into these characters. Yeah, let's get into all our characters. So first off, we have our main character, Glenn Radars. But is he the main character? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But is he? 
He's he, he the is first part character of, we actually see. He's part of the trio of main characters. I don't know. I just like asking that question. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, he's 100% our main character. It <laughs> like the it, most... was, it was more so a question of confusion and not a, like <laughs> accusational statement. I was like, yes. Yes. Okay. No, yeah. Uh, Glenn Radars, who is um, an ex-special forces operative for the kingdom that that after uh some some mission that we'll go into later in the plot decided he was not he didn't want to do magic anymore and sat inside his master's house for a year not doing anything and then was asked by her to sub for a teacher that went missing in this magic school mm. um he has a he has his own signature magic that we learned in the first two episodes that is the his, ability to cancel other people's magic. Because, like, all of the special operatives have, like, a signature mm. spell attached to a tarot card that they all use. So, like, a future character, her tarot is the chariot, and she can, like, increase her strength or something like that with it. Yeah, I think so. And then another dude's the star, and the and uh, Celia's the world. And I don't think we ever learn what those two do. Nope. Because they're probably in later books. Yeah, they're probably this, later on. I think this only adapts the first three volumes. I believe it. Or maybe the first, first four, four because it's four different yeah, arcs. I believe but it. I don't know how I don't know how the light novels are broken up. Uh following Glenn Radars is Sistine some last name. I just remember her Sistine Fulfill I don't know, some yeah, noble. S- Sistine some weird fantasy name. Fantasy Frenchish name, yeah. Uh, or Silver Cat. Silver or Silver Cat. Cat, because she has little things in her hair that look like cat ears. And move. They are animated. And, and move, yeah. She she somehow is a cat girl without cat girls existing in this in this show. Um, like, even totally not her mom doesn't even have cat no. ears. No. <laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> totally not her mom. I don't know who yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, her parents who share none of her none like of her physical, physical no, physical no, traits. her dad shares the same hair color and beard color, but that's about it. Yeah, and no... it wouldn't surprise me if his character like actually dyed his hair to look like that because he just loves his daughter so much. Yeah, no, it's weird that like none of her, neither of her parents like resemble her that much. That's just like typical <laughs> anime syndrome, right? No, yeah. actually, most really? of the time characters resemble their parents, and I didn't huh. even think about that till Gable pointed it out. Like, huh? That's probably a plot point later on. Yeah, like, I was like, oh, <laughs> Glenn, Glenn has PTSD about a periwinkle haired girl. Well, I he mean, he also has a student that has periwinkled hair. But that, but like that, that girl that was periwinkled hair, like, I don't think she's that old. Like, I don't think she's old enough that she yeah. could have a daughter that's 16. Listen, it's magic. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't just blame everything on magic, Gable. <laughs> Um, watch uh, me. So, <laughs> Sistine is the um, uh, the ace of their class, pretty much. She's the yep. she's the she's the um, she's the obvious Sundere. Yeah. Um, I'd I'd say she's a lot more interesting. Oh, I mean, she is, but she's still the Sundere. I don't I don't think she like does the whole like I didn't actually have feelings for you, Baka thing as much as other Sundere's do. Idiot. But she definitely launches him into the stratosphere whenever he does something. Well, true. yeah, but he, she also calls him a fucking moron straight to his face, and it's great. The, do you know what moron 
is in no, Japanese. No, no, but wait, Matt. Gable, it's a what, different what, connotation because it's in English. Gable, what, what does moron mean in, well, in Matt, English? Matt, Matt. Gable, what does moron... What, what is moron in Japanese, Gable? Is it baka? Is it babaka? Does she say babaka in the, in the Japanese? Because I'm pretty sure she does. I don't know, man. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Uh-huh. I'm listening. She, she's just very vulgar for us, Andrea. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, I'm not saying well, she's that's, like... That's kind of just due to the dub and how Funimation's now been a little, being a little bit more um, vulgar yes. with their dubs and not just being all... We have to write these for children because anime yeah. is mostly consumed by people our age. <laughs> Yep. Not not people of the age of like eight to ten, like it used to be when Dragon Ball was first airing. Yep. Uh so after Sistine is Lumia. The plot point. I uh, mean Sistine's also a plot point, apparently. Eventually. <laughs> uh but I mean, Lumia I'd say, the, I'd say these next two characters fit like So Lumia fits like the first two arcs and Yeah. Riel fits, fits the Lumia. last two arcs. Well Riel fits the third arc and then Sistine is the fourth arc. But yeah. Lumia is still the plot point for the yeah. third arc. L- Lumia's Lumia is m- is main plot point because she is she's the MacGuffin. She <laughs> is the um, <laughs> You're right. Am I not? God damn it. She is the uh, exiled princess of the kingdom. She is the presumed dead princess of the kingdom. Of oh, the yeah. kingdom. That well, I mean, presumed dead. The people in the higher up know that she was exiled for some reason. Um, I don't think they really went into detail why no, she they, was. No, she's, they believe she's, she was dead. Okay, because she has a special magical ability. She's a catalyst. For oh yeah, she's a catalyst spell. for other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the researchers of the dreaded truth, or whatever the fuck. And they're she's called. just a ball of happiness and fun, and she's actually really, really nice character. Yeah, really tiring after a while, but yeah. I don't think I. I don't think I ever grew tired of her sunshine and happiness but she's not like okay so like she has like this special ability but she's not like what you see like with other like animes or things she's not like crazy powerful she's not like over the top she is uh, compared to the rest of her peers she is very average yeah except in mental defense and healing magic which which comes into her special ability i I feel like i feel like once it got to the third arc her character kind of disappeared for me like they were obviously making her character. Well, you, you well, her character disappears because the first two arcs are so much about her. Yeah. That like when we go to an arc that's not about her, it feels like she's just a background character. But that's the same. Sistine was a background character for those first two arcs. Like she was doing some well, stuff, but she wasn't she like was, she was important in the first arc. But like in the second arc, no, yeah, in the, the second, second arc. arc. She, second she arc. Really what there. was she there for? She was there so that we knew. Who, where where Ru- Lumia was the entire time, yeah. And in uh, the Riel arc, she was a little bit more important, but so was Lumia. But it was all about Riel. Yeah. So each of the arcs, when they focus on a character, the other two female characters kind of go to the side, while the character that's being focused on gets put way up, which is a really good idea. Instead of like making it, you have to split your focus between. I have to develop this character, this character, and this character. Instead, going, cool. So we're going to focus on this character. These characters will have a little bit, but we don't have to go everybody all the time. 
Like that that's a problem that some people do. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'm just used to like character trio stories where it's like, okay, so these two characters are interacting today, so we're gonna focus on how these two characters interact and how the third person is like out of it and like their personality without those other two people. And it just it just felt like it was like, Oh yeah, I really just wanna write Riel today. Well, I, and, and it was one of those I mean that might be a thing. It it's it just depends on how uh like the it's depends on how the author writes. Because like we've we we watch a lot of uh anime that are now light we there's a lot of anime now that are light novel adaptations. Um Overlord, uh Yeah. What else can I think of off the top of my head that I think Sky we're Wizards Academy. Yeah, Sky Wizards Academy. <laughs> uh a certain magical index. Um and all these and all these anime you can tell the difference in the writers by like how they focus on characters where um this one it's it, it feels like it's a more a relatively newer writer mm-hmm. like he's not a bad writer but you can tell he's like relatively new because he falls into a lot of easy trappings that a lot of writers fall into and it doesn't really like i don't feel it fully stands out from its competitors it stands out from like the bad ones but it doesn't stand out from like the middle of the pack to becoming a great one like i will i will fight i will like i am a certain magical index fan certain magical index is like the top the top tier this is like the mid tier of the magical school anime stuff um it's not the bottom tier at all the bottom tier is like sky sky wizards is like high bottom tier but like sorry <laughs> wrap up your point matt um i'm i completely lost where my we, point we all was. Don't, exactly we don't, we don't yeah. know the meta here sorry okay um but yeah no i We're think it was like just you. the what gable's complaint was was the um characters being one character gets a focal point and the other two kind of fall back that just feels like it's a newer writer and he doesn't he hasn't had the experience of trying to write three characters at the same time. Yeah. Cause like a trio should be like, if you're focusing on a character, it should be like 60, 20, 20. And in this one, it feels like it's 80, 10, 10 as far as like percentages go. But again, that just might be because he was a relatively new writer. We don't know. Yeah, I'm not just be writing style. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'm not like looking at his uh, wiki page right now. But after Lumia, we now get into Riel, who we mentioned a bunch of times already. So this is the Matt character. Yeah, yeah. I like I like this Riel the, a lot. Like, like. Right, here's what we do: I will engage in a full frontal assault. Next, Albert, <laughs> you will then engage in a full frontal assault. All right, Glenn, Glenn you'll be in the third wave with a full frontal assault. <laughs> so good. Rubs her head. How is that a plan? Uh, I love. I love Riel. Riel is really fun. She's she's the um she's the more she's the Kudere. She doesn't really like have a lot of express emotions except like she's mostly calm and collective. Yeah. And and when she does express emotions, like she expresses a lot of emotion. But well, she is the younger she's a younger member of the uh the special the special forces. forces. Um uh, yeah. And she and she summons swords 
and she goes and punches things, which is way better than watching people shoot magic all the time. Yeah, because she doesn't actually cast magic besides summoning the swords and using. She does know she, how to. She can cast magic. She's, she's bad not, at it. Yeah, she's not good at it. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot this lightning bolt. I'm in the magic special forces. Miss, 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 miss. You get one more shot. Can I do a different magic? Sure. Summon sword. Throw sword. Yeah. I did it. I hit it with magic. <laughs> no, but when her opening line was, all right, so we have to protect the queen because we think that the uh, royal guard is in on some coup or whatever. I suggest oh, I'm a gonna, false frontal no, no, assault. No, no. I'm going to go fuck up Glenn because he left us. What? No, <laughs> no. That's not what we're supposed to be doing here. No, no, no. Don't worry. I got this. You can worry about the queen. I'll go deal with Glenn. And Albert's like, no. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. No. That's not, that's not like, the job. Oh, yeah. This is Matt's character. <laughs> But we learn a lot, of, a lot of Riel th- about. Uh, we learn a lot about Riel through the series, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't become just this one-dimensional. Oh, uh, yeah. That, it was. That's, it was the aggro. It was really great to like have her be introduced in the second arc, and then actually get character in the third arc, and not just turn into like the flat-faced like I punch things yeah. character. And yeah, yeah. And I great. also just thought about it and we have our three magic cl- or we have our three class of classes for like a party because we have sistine who's our mage lumia lumia who's our healer and riel who's our fighter <laughs> i fun. mean and then you have glenn who's our rogue slash bard glenn glenn's not part of the three member team though but what about albert well okay so albert albert is the um <clears throat> Other member of well, we we see a few other members, but he's the other main member of the special forces that comes in with Riel in the second arc. Yeah, they're partners, in fact. He's, yeah, he's the he's the Roy Mustang of the group. <laughs> he is Roy Mustang. Yes, he's the super cool. <laughs> he's the oh super my God, cool. High attitude. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's Roy Mustang. Well, not high attitude. He's no, fully, I mean he literally summons composed. flame magic. He's Roy Mustang. Yeah, he's Come Roy on, man. He's Roy Mustang, <laughs> and then the fact that he's like. They go to they go to an island after he gets introduced, and he's just sitting there in like this silly looking oh, costume, yeah. selling stuff. Glenn goes, "Hey, Albert. Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> I mean, my favorite Albert line is so right after like the main conflict of the fourth arc like becomes apparent. He's sitting at the bar with Glenn is sitting at the bar with Albert. Yeah, and he's like, so. You're fighting this other wizard for your student's hand in marriage, and you don't even like the student, and you don't even, like, care about them. Glenn, you're fucking despicable, (laughs) and it's great. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's... Anytime a character goes, Glenn, you're fucking despicable, it, 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 it sticks with the character of... Even though he's doing all these cool things, he's still, like, one of the worst people in the series. Yeah. Um, and then we have Celica, who is Glenn's ma- uh, magic teacher slash milf slash milf slash the person that he bummed off of for like a year is still bumming off of is still, still bumming, bumming off, off, of. off of. Uh, she is classification Zawarodo. Um, she she's the greatest mage of, of yeah, the time. She's their greatest mage of the time. We don't see her do anything ever. 
And we are no, told. we see her blast the hole through Glenn's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we see her do <laughs> comedy magic, but we never see her actually do anything because it's usually. I mean, comedy magic. It actually gives a skill for like how crazy she is. But she gives a full inc- like she gives a full inc- uh, incantation in a very compressed space, which isn't something that we see from other people. Is that fast re- uh, recitation? Uh, yeah, kind of. But I'm I'm just saying like Celica doesn't. Celica isn't in any of the conflicts in the actual she's, series. She's the she's the character that shows up later in the series, and when she has a fight, you know it's about. Oh, to Oh no, go down. I know, I know. That's like, what's I know. It's what, what's going on. I'm just like, that's the thing. Is like she, she doesn't show off that she's the most powerful character yet because everybody else just tells you that. She yeah, is. everybody just tells us she is because we can't because the writer didn't have the we didn't get to the arc yet. Where we run into a character that she has to show off that she's the most powerful character. Yeah, is like even the little because at like at the end of the ED, there's the little skits. Yeah, and she's like, "Why aren't <laughs> I in any of these episodes? Because you just solve the problem immediately. You, you, you're the problem <laughs> solver. Like you are the you're the nuke that we throw at the problem when the other problem when the other problem solvers can't solve the problem." But yeah, no, Celica's really fun though. Her character is really interesting and we yeah, and the reason we get a lot more of her character is at the end of every episode there are little like chibi skits that go on and they're not at the they're not the like half an episode long that they were in Record of Lodos War, which you guys haven't watched and I'm not trying to like do that, but like they they aren't obnoxious, stupid or anything. They are fun little interactions with the characters that you get to see more of the character than you yeah, normally you, would. Like, yeah, it's how we get to know what Celica's personality because she kind of just is there and doesn't do a lot of character interactions. Yeah. But when we go to the after the credits stuff where it's a little car- cartoon chibi skit and she is like, she's in almost every single one of them being silly and like we get uh, we get an actual personality to her. Yeah. Which is nice, and it's the same with the uh, the what are they called? The villains. Yeah, they're the, uh, the researchers, researchers of the of divine truth. That's right. Yeah, that's divine truth. Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah because we get them too, and they get to, and like we have the one that's always like twirling in the background. Yeah, the one that's yeah, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. Um, and so that, but that's Celica. Uh, so I guess we we've finished all the main characters. Yeah. So I I really want to talk about the difference between a soft magic system and a hard magic system. Okay. That's great. Okay. So a soft magic system is where the rules are loosely defined, so the like the author can just write new things in. So this is the so Sky Wizards. This is Sky Wizards. This is Harry <laughs> Potter. This yeah. is this is things that like the author can just make up on the fly, and yeah, it's something I'm, to I'm solve the problem. You real quick. Okay. Harry Potter is not a soft magic system. Yes, it is. No. Yes, there it is. Clearly defined rules, sir. And I will fight you later. I, <laughs> I'm going to sit here and watch this fight break out as Henry is getting ready to strangle Gable. I will fight you <laughs> later on this. Okay. This is a conversation for another day, apparently. I yeah. want to record this conversation still, but... but <laughs> anyway. So, soft magic systems are things that, like don't have definite rules so they can always be built upon and always like oh yeah the mcguffin's gonna come out like yeah. um 
trying to think of other ones. Uh, it's not coming to me right now. But okay. hard magic systems are like Full Metal Alchemist or this, this or uh, Magic a... the Gathering or yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, where things are like definitely in place, and this is how you do magic, and it's like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you on the Magic the Gathering storyline. Magic the Gathering is a very soft magic. There is I'm, no. I'm talking. I'm talking like the cards. And oh, okay. Not, not I was like the actual in, yeah. in the yeah. story. Magic is very loosely defined. Oh as... yes, a hundred percent. I know. But what I'm saying is the cards. Like yeah, blue's yeah. always going to draw you cards and counter spells. Yeah, yeah, Red's yeah. always going to shoot lightning bolts and potentially draw cards. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and, and then green's going to summon big creatures and also potentially draw cards. And, and black wins. is going to draw cards and lose <laughs> life. And you know white what? doesn't get to draw cards. <laughs> white doesn't get to draw cards. White gets to sit there in the corner of we don't draw cards. <laughs> anyway, before we get into that, it's a very defined magic system. And it's like, okay, so things that invoke holy beings are always either going to heal or summon a really like big bag MacGuffin that like the main character has to deal with. Yep. Or, and, like, when it refers to, like, a demon or a dark necromancer or something like that, you know, like, a huge summoning incantation is about to go down. Yep. And then, like, it usually refers to, like, a storm god or, like, a um, fire god or whatever whenever they're summoning. It's an element of some kind. Yeah. yeah. It's, usually, it's usually, like, an elemental being yep. that they refer to. But the system in uh, Akashic Records is... It's all spoken dialogue, and it's, like, spoken like a litany or a prayer. And the way you stretch out that prayer or litany is how you get the spell to work. So it'd be like, uh, Thunder Gods, heed my prayer and shoot, like, Shock Bolt at them or something like that. Well, I mean, but there's also the secondary system of this as to it's not actually the words that matter. It's your thought process on the words. So at a point, you can actually get it to where you just think of or you say a thing and that triggers the spell for you because it's all mostly in your head it's not actually the words mean anything mm-hmm. the words could be anything as long as your head is able to process the magic runes and that, that, and that is to a certain degree because we see in one of the class episodes where glenn takes the phrase for thundershock yeah and then he compounds it he's like okay well what if you break it here what if we take this phrase what if we like combine these two sections and and then we see the different effects on the thunderbolt and then he goes now what if i were to just say you can do this in one word and it, this one word does the it re- re- reproduces the exact same thing because you met your brain mentally thinks when i do this the spell will go this way because it's not you are controlling the spell not the not the words yeah. and that's the big thing Another thing about this is I feel like the magic system was probably better in Japanese. Like, it made more sense in Japanese. Because I feel like in English, it kind of gets broken up by English grammatical. and. Well, I, that, <laughs> the first part where it's breaking up the syllables kind of does. But then it's when he starts going to... Now, let's just say I say shock, and then it shoots a, fu- and then it shoots a lightning bolt out of his finger. Like, that's not... That is actually accurate. Like... That's yeah. what he's trying to prevail is like you don't have to say, you don't have like you can shorten it because you don't have to say the whole full incantation. You're you have to mentally train yourself to shock is the full incantation. Yep. And that's the whole and that's the whole thing is like 
that's that's where the magic system starts to be really interesting is that characters aren't go like you can go through the entire incantation you can shorten the incantation then it brings down the effectiveness of the spell you can do this but if you train yourself to think the shorter version is still the full incantation it treats it as the full incantation and that's the cool part i feel like that's that's the that's the cool part of the magic system anyways we could probably spend a lot more time talking about this magic yes, system but i I'm feel just like we've I'm been just gonna, like Anyway, yeah. it's a really good magic system, and I'm glad I got to, like, experience Full Metal Alchemist again. Okay, Where, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just sit there and, like, wow, is this how this works? That's really cool. And yeah. Full Metal Alchemist has really good magic system. Yeah, it yeah it does. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, now, into the actual plot of the story, uh, the meat and bones. So, <laughs> yeah, I believe the, the phrase is meat and potatoes. <laughs> I've re- I have become an anime character now. I've misspoke an actual phrase. Yeah, I yep. to- totally showed up here this morning and mad toast in his mouth. Yeah. It was He showed up to my house <laughs> and I was running with the toast in my mouth. Yep. This this is the everything, that was everything according to cake. <laughs> so everything according to cake. <laughs> All right. All right. But the introduction arc Yep. Basically gives us a rundown on like three of the main characters, Glenn, well, Sistine, it g- yeah, and Yeah, it gives Luma, us the Lumia. intro intro to Rumia, Sistine, Glenn. It explains to us who Lumia is. It explains the school. Yep. It explains the characters. It explains the magic. It it gives us a little bit of conflict and gives us a reason why Glenn stays as the teacher instead of just being a small substitute. The only two characters we don't meet at this point are Riel and Albert. Yep. And villains, but I mean, Future, yeah, we yeah, get we get the group yeah. of the villains. We don't get the actual like, yeah. It, face. it introduces us to the group of villains, which is the researchers of divine truth. 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 The the long name that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a really like it's a good introductory arc. Oh, it, yeah, it's only two or three episodes. Right? Yeah. It yeah. just feels. It's, it feels like it's making fun of other magic school like introduction arcs because he's like he shows up he like looks over the dude that's like has this huge summoning circle over Lumia yeah and he's like everyone's like why are you doing this to us I can't believe it's you and it like pans over to him and you're supposed to like know who it is oh like Glenn like looks at him he's like who the fuck are you you? (laughs) no uh, or actually this did one of my favorite things where. He goes through a cliche of walks oh. in on girls changing, and it's my favorite thing whenever an anime character does this, where they go, now hold on, I know you're going to tr- treat me like a pervert and that I'm doing this, so I'm going to just full-on pervert here. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. It happens in a couple other ones, too, and it's real fun when it happens. Oh, I, yeah. I enjoy main characters that aren't just, oh no, I saw a naked lady, oh no, run away. Like They're like, I'm going I'm gonna, to engrave this into my memory yeah, till the let, end of my days. Let me let me let me remember all of this. Let me remember all of this. And then he gets blasted away instead of like, oh, I walked in the wrong spot. No, no, no. Boom. Yeah. But like it's just it's just a fun change of pace for me. Because every almost every other character that walks into a changing room is like embarrassed or something, and he's just like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a make sure I remember all of it. Yep. 
Sorry. But it does it does a very good job of like introducing the magic system. Yeah. Because it's like, oh yeah, there's actual counter spells in this universe. There's Thank God, yes. <laughs> actual enchantments in this universe. There's um really long incantations in this universe. Yep. It's not just short phrases, it's like yep. whole ex like day long things. Yeah. And it also explains the mana system, which is actually more akin to like the Islander mana system and not like mana as in like MP, but like, hey, this is your life force you're using as your yeah. actual magic. As we yep. see as we see characters use up all their magic and pretty much like their go, skin go cold. Their skin goes like a gray tone and they start coughing up blood. Like Yeah, it's it's nice to actually see the like Islander life force like system come yeah. back, especially after like D and D basically killed it. <laughs> You're right. Uh, so after so the introduction arc is pretty much, uh, we get introduced to Glenn. He takes over the class. Um, these terrorists invade the school. Uh, they kidnap Rumia, and then we find out that the teacher that he was rep- that he was substituting for works for these evil people that are the researchers of divine truth Mm. and that they're trying to capture Rumia so they can do some kind of magic thing with her. They've got her trapped in a magic circle. Glenn beats all the terrorists and then gets her out of the magic circle. And so you're telling me this is the plot of Die Hard? Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Die Hard (laughs) with magic. But yeah, that's, that's the introductory arc. Uh, it was fun. It got me. It got it, it. It got me. It got you. Like, it's definitely good at getting you. Yeah. Uh, the second arc is they're going into a school-wide competition where each class like throws their people in, and Glenn decides everybody gets to participate in the thing, and then somebody goes, "But we could just have all the best best people do one thing," and he's like, "A, a character named Giebel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could have had the best people all do one just thing, do all the things, and he's like, God. Damn it. Damn it. I could have been lazy about this. That well, just seems like, but no, you did it because you believed in us, right? And Glenn's like, Glenn's like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what, what I did. I did. <laughs> no, yeah, it is what it is very also, fun. Also, the um, illusionary uh, Lumia that he does. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. yeah. Um, so in this. They have they they each each of the students in his class does a different competition, to, uh, for this. And while this competition is going on, the queen the queen is visiting, who is Rumia's mom, and uh, there seems to be something going on around her and her guards, where her guards are trying to kill Rumia, and uh, uh, Celica is unable to do anything about it and is just sitting there in this area like not like all this is going on and everything so can i tell you how much i like non-fighting conflict solving arcs because it's great yeah especially especially when it's just like holy shit how the fuck did they get out of this there was no fight there was no like well there there were fights but there was no like Like, it wasn't the fighting versus the big bad yeah it wasn't fighting it wasn't fighting bad guys it was the students fighting students it was it was like Holy it's, shit! It's, how do I play this game of three D chess to fucking? Yeah. yeah, it's not like the other two arcs where like there's an obvious like final conflict that you're working towards. Yeah, this one's like okay, well, how do I get there? Yeah, and then that's why and that's why this, this that's why this stands out about a bunch is because they did their second arc as to 
we're not going to do combat with the main character showing that he's just a combat monkey. He's going to show that he also can think through things. And then this also introduces us to uh, Riel and uh, Albert as they are there on secret mission to like in- inspect the Royal Guard who have been acting suspicious. Uh, so what we end up finding out for, from this is that the queen is wearing was given a curse, pretty much a bomb around her neck. It's a it's a conditional yeah. curse yeah. where if um, the curse is revealed by her, anyone else, or if the curse's conditions are not met within a certain time within limit, a certain time she limit, dies. She dies. And if she dies, the kingdom goes into chaos because she is the only ruler of the kingdom. And there is like and because her daughter is supposed to be dead. There is nobody who can take over if she dies. So they are using this to blackmail the guard into capturing Rumia for them or killing Rumia so that uh, Rumia can't be used for anything. I don't know. It was, the, it, the the reasoning for killing Rumia made no sense instead of just um, getting Rumia over so to them. Lumia's or Rumia or whatever the fuck her name is, her like ability and the reason why she was cast out is because she's, I guess, like, the closest would be, like, a medium. Well, where no, she's, like, this huge, like, mana conductor. And well, is able I'm, to cast huge yeah. spells and all of that. And it's usually seen as a very bad omen. Yeah. And that's why it was she was cast out from the royal family. And that's why a lot of, like, the researchers of Divine Truth see her as, like, a, like a black stain. Is, like, she's a very bad okay. omen but uh so i even I, though okay, even yeah. though there's numerous times where the researchers use her as like her intended purpose yeah it's still one of those like oh yeah she's like a like mar against god like okay yeah you just get rid of her but yeah so uh so we find out there's the curse bomb and everything and the entire and the entire thing is Glenn has to make it to a spot and cancel the magic without them knowing that he's there. Yeah. And the way that he does this is by using illusion magic to tra- to make him and uh Rumia look like Riel and Albert while Riel and Albert are running around looking like him and Rumia. Yep. And it's a really it's really fun because like he uh like he walks up as Albert and his students are like, oh where's Glenn? He's like Glenn can't make it, but I'm here to replace Glenn Glenn in the time. And I was like oh so this is going on. And then he start you start realizing wait his mannerisms are just like Glenn. And it's like oh that's just Glenn, and that's Rumia. And then and then when they're getting the pr- prize presented is when he like, like solves the problem. Someone could see that. I personally never did like yeah. the first time I watched it because you don't you. N- you're just introduced to this Albert person and you're just thinking, oh, well, maybe that's just like... Albert's just a fucking weirdo. (laughs) No, you could just think like Albert is just like this really cool person and then there's something that Glenn... Like these are phrases that Glenn has told them to tell to their students to help them up like before they left and went to go do their thing. I think the main one that that gives it away though is is Riel calling Sistine Sisty. Oh, no, I saw... um, That was the one that, that... That was the one that immediately told me, oh... The There's one, where Rumia. The is. one that told me immediately was the uh, student he was teaching earlier in the arc about the illusionary magic. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. he like gives straight up the advice to that kid, and he's like, "Wait, the only person I've ever heard that 
tell me it was Glenn. And yeah. like five minutes later, it's revealed that it's Glenn that it was the entire Glenn time. The entire time. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But so they solve the problem and the bad guy runs away with the smoke, with the, bye. Smoke grenade. Yeah, smoke grenade. Yep. And we go into the third arc. Uh, after after Rumia gets to have some words with her mom and like gets the gets to have some touching moments. We go into our third arc, which is they're going to a class the trip. Class field trip. They're yeah. they're going to um to a beach. Bowl. Come on, man. What? <laughs> they're going to um what's the town called? Okinawa? No. No. I mean pretty much Okinawa. Yeah, they're but, going to a uh, beach. It's the Oh god. The desert town in Fullmetal Alchemist with the priest. Oh, I don't remember the, the name. one that makes the chimeras. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name because it's the first arc. Yeah, I mean um, it's the first and like middle arc because they go back to it at some point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's only in the bad no, anime. They do it in the manga. Well, okay. Uh, anyway, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically the. It, hey, I'm making chimeras and big bats. Yeah, I'm fight. making. Uh, we're, this is the alchemy arc. So um, the way Riel, uh, Re- the way Riel does her magic, so Riel ends up staying to protect Rumia because they need another person besides Glenn to pr- to be always protecting Rumia. Yep. Yep. And uh, Riel is the same age as them, so mm-hmm. Riel uses alchemy to summon her swords. Like that's that's her magic is summoning swords through alchemy. Um, and this is the alchemy focused thing, so it's going to be a lot of focus towards her and her backstory. Where um, a character is in the guise of her brother, making her like join the bad guys for the time being. Yeah, I mean it also it also establishes that like one of the rules of magic is that you can't bring the dead fully back to life. Like you can mm-hmm. summon skeletons and yeah. you can summon ghosts, but you can't like you can't bring a person who has died back to life as the person that they were. Yeah, basically. Um, which is usually a stipulation almost everyone wants to put on there because it, if you do that, it, it, death is permanent and it doesn't DBZ it. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't like make conflicts a non-issue. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like, it establishes a bunch of rules and it feels, it like at first felt like filler and then we got to like actual Riel character development and then yeah. it started getting interesting. And we learned that Riel was a, is a homunculus, right? She was a artificially made human. She's a she's a clone. Yeah, she's a clone of a person that was uh uh that was a magic experiment uh in making making artificial people, right? That was the yep. experiment. I think so. It was like artificial soldiers yeah. or something like that. And so she was the prototype towards this uh the guy who what the guy the evil guy that was doing this got away and then uh the pe- the person that she sees as her brother because she's got the implanted memories of um one of, of a researcher there mm-hmm. uh she uh he died and along with the person that her Im- memories are an Im- are implanted from also died yep so she kind of is living on as a person as a diff- as the person or the successor to uh that entire thing but she is uh just she she's an art she's a um homunculus no, no. blade runner oh 
Oh, uh, uh, Simulacra. Yeah, no. No, no. Uh, replicant. Yeah, she's a replicant. She's a replicant. And she, yeah, yeah, she didn't know she was a replicant, but she's a magically made replicant. Yeah. Um, so the char- the character that is walking around as her brother, like tricking her and everything, is in fact the guy, the evil guy from that did the stuff. Uh, one of the guy that's in charge of the alchemy lab that they were visiting turns into a giant monster. Uh, they beat him. They fight the girl from the last, or Albert fights the girl from the last arc that was the one that put the bomb on the, on the queen. Yep. She runs away like Zoidberg going whoop, 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 whoop. Because I mean, this fight sold me on her character. Yeah, her character's great. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, every time she gets beat, she just Zoidbergs it out. Like, Well, that and, like, she's like, Oh, Albert, was that your highest level spell? I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, <laughs> she's really fun. Um, and then the other guy gets beat up and by Glenn, and we finish that arc. Yep. Like, arc, and we get like, yeah, it was it, the arc kind of just resolves and f- through the fights happening, and then there's not like a whole lot of backlash. It's just a character. It's just a character arc on reality. I think one thing we need to talk about is like the other like conflict that was happening through this thing is leading up to the final confrontation is the whole uh, Riel like starting to hate everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because um, everybody, t- everybody talks crap about Glenn and she, Glenn was the person that saved her or, re- or like saved her, rescued her. He was the one that found her. After yeah. all the stuff and uh, awakened her from uh, her artificial test tube. Yep. Yep. So and she's kind of like her. He's kind of actually like her older brother or father figure, as opposed. She does. To, she does everything for Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, and she starts to hate on uh, Sistine and Rumia because they're taking Glenn away from yeah. her. That, that's how she sees it. And yeah. it kind of just devolves into that, and then. Like and suddenly character swap and she hates Glenn and only like well, she hates it, everyone it kills now. Him. She she <laughs> she almost kills him. It's all it's an almost, but yeah. She she kills him. And I guess like the side plot is Sistine in the class. Cause like the class is like, holy shit. Things are happening. Things are happening and like Glenn's off to go save Rumia from Riel because Riel's doing what now? Yeah. And she's yeah, like, yeah yeah, 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 that's what's happening. Don't, well, we're going to go help it. them. No, no, no. no, no don't no, no, worry. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we're going to get in the way. We are children. <laughs> I, think that, I think that was nice because like, it is definitely a thing of like, oh, our, our teacher or whoever is like in big trouble, we need to go save them. And then they go. And then like sometimes they're good. Sometimes they just get in the way. But I think it was a nice change of like, uh, Sissine was like, mm, no, we, we really can't handle this. We should stay. <laughs> but yeah, so after after finishing this arc is the final arc where we meet Sistine's uh, self-proclaimed uh, fiancé. Like, what takes a huge like U-turn. Oh, it takes a huge left turn. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, like, the stories have been serious and kind of like focus on like, oh, here's this villain. And then we get to this arc and we're like, what? <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, it's it's silly and it's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But it's like... This sense. has absolutely nothing to do with the researchers of divine truth, yeah. and they like outright say it. Yeah. And it's like at the f- oh. at first, at first, it has nothing to yeah. do with them. No, it has nothing to do with them. No, it one hundred percent does. Justice is one of them. No, justice does it because he wants to enact his own justice. Yes, 
He's part of the divine researchers now. No. Yes. He yeah. said straight up, hey, no. don't lump me in with that. No, lot. but he literally wa- walks in or walks away with uh, the maid girl. Oh. Yeah. Was that he, after was that after like a credits or something like that? Cuz no, I knew I knew he flew when away. When he when when he flew when he flies away, you see a quick shot of him flying or uh, flying away and and walking next and walking up to the uh uh maid girl and they're just like, "All right, time to walk off." Yeah, the secret true protagonist for the entire show. Oh. What justice? No, 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 no. Oh. The the maid. Oh, <laughs> the secret antagonist, you mean? Antagonist, yeah. Yeah, I was Sorry. like, protagonist? No, the she is not a protagonist. Antagonist. <laughs> yeah. No, um... Oh, well... Yeah, he's... I, I guess I tuned that out. Yeah, uh, anyways. Whatever. But yeah, no, ju- uh, so... We jumped way far ahead. So we get introduced to her fiancé... Her, her supposed fiancé, um... And she does the normal, the normal thing of, I don't want to... Be, I don't want misconstrained, so I'm actually dating Glenn. And then Glenn goes, Hell fucking yeah, I Hell am. Hell yeah, I <laughs> get money out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and so he uh, he goes wholeheartedly, he's acting wholeheartedly for this and all this stuff. And ends up getting, uh, getting into a duel with this guy um, where they throw the two classes into a mock battle. The oh, yeah. classes draw because a Glenn is still a, a scumbag and puts traps everywhere and is an asshole, and b his class is actually good at this stuff and is going and he does a really good strategy and everything. Yeah, and it like establishes the reason why like magic just doesn't go around just like slaughtering towns. Like they have like a regimental like rules to everything, and it's not just like utter chaos yeah yeah and it like explains something very last minute because i think they're expecting another season oh well i mean there's more books yeah for sure there's more books we'll see if i don't know how this anime did blu-ray wise which is how we know if it does a second season Mm. um i don't know like it, it came out last year so like it's too early to tell if it's getting a second season yeah i shouldn't say that because like Certain things get second seasons the same year. Like uh, one of the ones this year got literally like Overlord finished its second season this year, got third season announced at the end of second season for this year. Yep. I'm yep. almost expecting when third season ends, season four is coming out this time. Yeah. <laughs> but what were you? It was. Um... It felt like it had more to tell, and it was really weird because, like, at the like end credits thing of the episode before, it was like, "Wait, this is the last episode. We have so many more things to tell, though." Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was, and that's kind of the thing is like, when you have a twelve episode adaptation of light novel, that's because they have to, they're trying to test the water with, is this good enough to make it into a longer series? I don't know if this is going to this this doesn't have the appeal that um some of the other longer going ones do like it doesn't have the high school DXD level of look at look at the um titties. Per, look at the titties <laughs> yeah pretty much and it also doesn't have I don't know if it, it it and I don't know if its plot is good is at the level enough that it can take the spot of 
um, ma- uh, certain certain magical index because index is super popular in Japan. Like, yeah, super popular. The fact that it has four series, two of which are a spinoff, two of which are the main. It is getting its third season in October, and it has like two movies, I believe. And the book series is like on volume thirty. Like, yeah. <laughs> that series is one hundred percent like the competition for this. And I don't. And it depends on how the Japanese audience took to this and bought how the Blu-ray sales did. If Blu-ray sales did well, we might see a second season. If they didn't, I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's not like. It's not like I'm on the edge of my seat for a second season. Yeah. It was just one of those like, huh. It'd be nice. It, it'd be nice. And it like kind of tidies things up. Yeah. And so to finish up the plot explanation, because I keep getting interrupted when I start talking about this. Interrupted. Gable. It's more like we go on a tangent. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Gable. Uh, so they finish, the, they finish the first challenge at a draw because it takes like three hours and still nobody's won. Um they then uh they then decide to have a one-on-one battle and uh the then it turns out the the, the uh fiance knows really high level magic and they're like what the fuck yeah he knows really high level magic and beats glenn uh before the before the duel and glenn disappears for a while and they're getting and he's getting ready to marry Sistine. they're do they do the whole wedding thing? They don't say the important words that all main characters come in on. Yep. So he has to come in after the I do's and say, "No, this is bullshit. You didn't say the. Does anybody object to this union?" Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for that line. <laughs> but yeah, um, and then we go into a fight, and then it's like, "Hey, I know these moves." You're not who you say you are, and then he flashes into actual character that we've seen the entire time of the OP. Uh, justice justice i don't remember his actual name i just remember he's justice i'm going to enact my justice yeah yeah well no his name is justice no, it's no, no. justice something. i am aware yeah it's just so he, much justice he justice. just becomes peko peko yama and yeah. he just goes i am a figure of justice justice Constantly. i am i am the tarot card justice justice but yeah, so he's fighting Glenn, and his whole thing is he just wants to fight Glenn, like. And it feels like a very weighted fight, and you feel like, holy shit, other people could die here. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we find a character yeah. that's at the exact level of our main character, which is way different from I made an overpowered character. He's gonna beat everyone. We go, hey, look, I put a character that's the same power level as our main character, so that the main character doesn't feel overpowered like it it feels like an even bout yeah but like you're like holy shit the other people around him can die yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we also go through this thing of glenn is acting super or glenn goes reverts back to how he was when he was in the special forces where he is more i will do, i will kill people to complete the mission and sistine kind of wakes him up out of this and um, he goes back to being normal Glenn for the fight and that gets justice really mad, but justice is justice at this point. Yeah. Justice. <laughs> justice. Uh, so they beat justice. Justice runs away because no, none of the actual, I will enact my villains. justice later yeah. through the Akashic records. And then like, 
fucking flies away. <laughs> None of the actual big villains die. No, Most of them no. just run away to come back again, which is nice. At least we don't have to deal with Mar- with Marvel movies and we kill another big villain. What Why? are we going to do for the next villain move for the next villain then? I don't know. We're going to have to find another person to kill. <laughs> Stop killing your villains. Stop it. Stop you- it. Anyways. So that was that's that's the end of the plot discussion. Um all in all Good plot, not yeah. not not bad. It kept it kept you able to watch it. I watched it all in one go, which is really good. Um, I I try to keep it separate in arcs. Well, yeah, like I, it would it'd be I, like two or three episodes. I get you, but like when an anime is able to keep me going from episode one to the end, and I don't feel like I was forcing myself to do it, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Um. So now we're gonna go into animation. So there, I'm gonna we're gonna I kind of want to separate this into two things. I want to separate into the actual show animation and the chibi animations. Okay. <laughs> because they're they're kind of different things. Yeah. So the the oh. show's animation was actually really good. Like it wasn't it didn't feel cheap. It was it was very no, fluid, all. especially considering the magic's very physical, and yeah. like it's not necessarily like. Like this is—it's not like air bending or earth bending or anything like is, that. It's like, hey, you're gonna get punched in the face and you're yeah. gonna go also flying. The 3D, also, the 3D parts actually felt good. Yeah, yeah. but this—what uh, I'm saying is, this isn't um, this isn't causing no stigma level of animation, but it's also not the top tier of like Gynax or Bones or any of that. Like, yeah, like this is this when is you're just, treated to nice animation, you'll yeah. realize it and you'll look at it and you'll appreciate it. This is this is just good. An- this is like okay animation like it's not like there's no big Standard. over over the top flourishes of look at the amount of money we can pour into this this looks yeah. like it had a normal budget it is a normal anime for it had a normal animation budget and yeah, normal none, animators none of the magic was like over over flourished which was nice yeah yeah and it also wasn't under flourished in the yeah. case of shooting beams out of swords yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh I can't really think of anything else to talk about the animation. Uh, so let's go into the chibis real quick. Chibis were great. Yep. It was. Yeah, they were. It was really fun to just watch the. It, it's. It's the fun of, uh, of like Ruby Chibi, where Ruby Chibi's just watching the characters do silly, stupid things in like the chibi forms, and it's, but it still keeps like a a certain art direction where I feel like Ruby Chibi is its own art. Style. It is. Yeah. yeah. And this is very much the chibi s- style is still keeping with the art direction, which is cool. Like, it's better when the ch- – it's like Teen Titans chibis. Like, Teen Titans, when they go chibi in the original Teen Titans, it still keeps the art direction of – Yeah, it did, it did very yeah, much have that feel to it. Of, yeah. like, they are still – it is still the – you are still watching the show. It's just they are shrinking it instead of it being – we are changing art styles completely into this new art style. Yeah. Um. Uh. So music, uh, the OP and ED are pretty go are pretty good. Like I can't remember any like background tracks, so it's probably just yeah. Like I the the, the, the music it's not the, like the music is no Yuri on Ice. It's not Yuri on Ice. It's also not at the level of Kaze no Stigmas. I can't even remember the way that thing went. But it was, it's not that 
very repetitive, boring sounding yeah. background music that would always play in Cause No Stigma. Or the Sky Wizards. No, African Sky drums. Wizards one was really good. I really liked the the like almost yeah, 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 color yeah, med yeah, sounding yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. I like that kind of tribal music uh, thing. But um Yeah, there wasn't really anything I could think of that was like standout-ish for the music. Yeah. Which is fine. Like it, it, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. That just means it didn't it, 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 if we're not saying anything bad about the music, we're and we're not saying anything good about the music, that means the music didn't affect us. So it was like it didn't affect the story in any positive or negative way, so that means it was, it was okay. Standard, yeah, standard thing. Yeah, it was okay music. It wasn't like, and that's and okay is better than bad. So yeah. at least it's not bad. <laughs> uh, all right. So where do we want to put? Uh, so Henry, you got the list up? Or, or? I do. Okay. So Henry, read off the list. Uh, from top to bottom, we have Bubblegum Crisis 2040. Yep. Yuri on Ice. Trinity Blood. Yep. Danky Guy. Yep. Tamako Market. All right. Urahara. Vivid yep. Red Operation. Yep. Day Lives of High School Boys. Yep. Cuticle Detective and Abba. Yep. Sky Wizards Academy. Yep. Kazuya Stigma. Yep. Bridge to the Stars, guys. Yes. So right. I have a theory on where this is going to go. All right. Is it going to go below Trinity Blood? Okay. And above Denki Guy? I don't know if it's going to go above Denki Guy, but I know it's below Trinity Blood. I know I, it doesn't break the top think, three. I don't think it outperformed Denki Guy. No, it do, I, I, I 100% agree that it's above Tamako Market, though. Yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah, I can too. Yeah, like, I, I would... I, I know it didn't break the top three for me. No, it no, did not break not. into the top three. It is... It, it was... It has an okay story... Okay animation, okay music. None of that tops the amazing animation, music, or story yeah. of the top three. Like it was all done well, but it like nothing was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, I think this is a pretty good group concession con- consensus that uh, Akashic Record goes uh, below Denki Guy above Tamako Market. All right, we have put it on the list where it goes. Ta-da. It is time to make sure if I have the generator ready, which is not. I do not. Wait, do I? Do you? Do I? Do you? No. no! You okay. don't. Correct. I thought I thought I had that ready. Oh well. Stretch for time. So this is easily a show I could recommend to people. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even even if you don't watch a bunch of anime, like this is definitely a show I could recommend to to other people. Which you, we cannot say about everything on this list. No. Like as much as we love Bubblegum Crisis 2040, I cannot recommend that to a lot of people. No. No, it's not a it's not a general recommendation. It's, it's one of those like. All right. Hey, do you like? What did we get? You oh say. You don't say. You oh say. You don't say. What is this one? Do do oh, my boy. anime list. All right, Henry, take it away with the synopsis. 
Uh, after the murder of their parents, oh boy, eleven-year-old twin brothers Thor and Ral Klein are sent away from their home planet. They find themselves awakening on a terraformed planet of Chimera, where carnivorous plants dominate, and the few humans who live there are divided into four groups known as rings. Soon after, they meet a young man by the name of Zagi, Zagai, and the twins learn that only the Juose, the one who conquers the f- these four rings, is allowed to leave the planet. Driven by the desire to return home and discover the truth behind the death of his parents, Thor resolves to survive in the harsh, merciless environment of Chimera. However, he quickly learns there is more than meets the eye in the strange ecosystem. As Thor is swept up in the politics that entangle the rings, he uncovers more about his parents' murder and ultimately humanity's fate. Politics? Oh Politics? Boy. How long is this one? This one is 11 episodes. Interesting. Interesting. And this one is a, and the studio that did this was where is it? Studio. Oh, it's Studio Bones. Yeah, it this was, is our first Bones. And this is uh, 2005 to 2006. 2006. Or, or this 2006. is 2006. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Ooh. 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 Spring of 2006. Oh. <laughs> that that makes sense. This is also a shoujo. That makes sense as to why that what as to the plot synopsis and why it sounded like a shoujo. Um sounds interesting. Well uh this looks pretty okay and it's studio bones, so like I'm gonna the animation's probably gonna have a lot to talk about unless yeah. unless it's like the D team of Studio Bones. <laughs> which I've never seen anything from ep- The D team. I've never seen a bad <laughs> Studio Bones anime adaptation, so I don't know so if, there's that. Yeah, like I don't know if they're if they can make bad adaptations. I mean, Gable will fight me that se- season 2 of Darker Than Black is bad, but <laughs> But is Gable wrong? I feel Gable's wrong. I have no idea. Gable's not wrong. <laughs> I believe in you, Gable. <laughs> Anyways, uh so quick uh Dark, Darker Than Black didn't need a second season fight me. It didn't need it. Gable, we are sitting on the same couch. <laughs> I'm apparently about to be murdered by Henry that's going to argue with me on Harry Potter and Matt yes. that's going to argue with me about Dark Until the Black. Until the end of time. <laughs> All right. I've replaced Rob. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have found the way to draw all the aggro that Rob usually draws. Congratulations. Okay, so quickly... Um, me and Henry stream every Tuesday and, and Thursday. every Thursday. And we're trying to do every Thursday now on twitch.tv slash spellnrd. So Tuesdays uh, noon Pacific and Thursdays roughly 11. Roughly 11 at night. Yeah. <laughs> good, good solid good, time good blocks. Good variation right there. Good variation right there. Either catch us in the middle of the day or at the middle of the night. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to work out more of a standardized streaming schedule, but for right now, those are those are our times. Um, um, I'm still. I, I really want to stream again, but considering I'm taking two courses in a really short amount of time, I really don't have any like yeah. time to do anything else besides this. Ga- Man, why so, you got to go to school? Why do I have to do real life things? Yeah, yeah. Gable <laughs> would. Well, Gable will at some point be back to streaming. Um, and we'll figure out what we're going to do from there when he finally has the time to come back to streaming. Um, uh, there will be things in the near ish future, depending on when this comes, when this one comes up, uh, it might already be out by that time 
where uh, there will be a new – there is a seasonal thing that me and a friend are planning to do where we will be going through – Be crazy people. We will. I will be a crazy person and not only watching whatever anime for the week I have to watch, but also having completed the entire circuit of one – at least one of every seasonal for the next – for these fall season. I'm You're sorry. Crazy. I th- I've done it before. <laughs> Still crazy. Yeah, I, still I could I could barely do it for the spring. Uh well when it was Megalobox Sword Art. Or was it spring or was it summer? I don't remember. This is summer. This this one was summer. Last okay. one was spring. Okay, yeah, but the last one where we were watching like five or six things all at once. Oh. And I was like was You sweet summer <laughs> child. I'm with you, Gable. I got you. Sweet, <laughs> you sweet summer child. It was just I'm like, now at se- I'm now at eight. I get for this season. Yeah, that's too much. I have things I need to do. <laughs> I also have things I need to do, but they're really good anime. Oh, this has an English sub. Let's figure out which, where this is real quick. Funimation. Probably. Uh, I definitely saw it. Oh, he, is it there? He, he's looking oh, yeah. at it. Yeah. Licensors. Funimation. Yeah. Okay. So it's on Verve and Funimation. Good. Woo! We've only gotten like two high dive series this entire run. Yay! <laughs> So far, so far, you're right. There's there's like there, 700 anime like there. Thirty episodes this year. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, that's it. That's been it for um, for twenty six hundred. This has been Matt, Gabe, and Henry signing off. Deuces. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Could have been